Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. He had a very good personal life, had a great family, all successful kids. He was a family man. When I got into uh, into campus politics, it was in, in no small part because of the admiration that I had for Brian Mulroney. Deeply appreciate our friendship with Brian and Mila, having hosted them for dinner soon after I became leader to seek the, the advice of both of them. Jean Crescia and Daniel Smith, Pierre Polyev, sharing their memories and how Brian Mulroney affected them and their political careers. And he had a profound impact on all Canadians. I mean, we're, we've still got the GST. NAFTA is still there. Uh, in terms of, you know, where he falls in the legacy and the pantheon of Canadian prime ministers, that's up to you to determine. I saw one survey that pegged him at number eight uh, in terms of the best Canadian prime ministers. Okay. Um, impactful. Take a look at what's gone on since Brian Mulroney. Has anybody had more of an impact, more, you know, nation-shaping policies, victories, than Brian Rooney? I'm not sure. Let's check in with somebody who studies this stuff at in-depth. Dwayne Bratt joins us now, political scientist. Uh, Dwayne, thanks for joining us. Appreciate your time. You're welcome, Shay. How do you, how do you sum up Brian Maroney? I mean, like, in terms of impact, in terms of legacy, he's, for me, uh, maybe in my lifetime, the most impactful Canadian prime minister. Oh, oh, I would, I would agree with that. And if you look at the history of prime ministers, we've had roughly 25, uh, as far as consequential, he's in the top five, uh, for, for good and for bad. Um, the impact that he's had, bear in mind, he left office in 93. You know, so 30 years ago. Yeah. But the legacy has remained. Um, he was the last progressive conservative prime minister um, and the only conservative prime minister since McDonald to win back to back majority governments. Um, the free trade was a major leap of faith when he undertook that in 1985. We had a very vicious 1988 election on yeah. that. But now. There is a consensus. There is a consensus around trade and the importance of trade, so much so that when Donald Trump wanted to renegotiate NAFTA, Justin Trudeau invited Brian Mulroney in as an advisor. When John Turner, you know, fought the election of his life against free trade to see the liberals endorse it. Uh, So that's a change in Canada. But what was established in the Canada-U.S. agreement was later replicated in NAFTA, and parts of that agreement have been replicated in the World Trade Organization uh, and in other trade organizations. So in other words, what the path that went through in the 1980s hasn't just affected Canada, it's affected trading relations around the world. And that agreement, I can guarantee you, would never have occurred without Brian Mulroney. 
I think you're right, and that's that's what I want to ask you about because we hear the word statesman get thrown around a lot, and he, it absolutely fits. He's a statesman. He put country first, but there's a political courage there that I think is in short supply these days. He took on NAFTA, and like you say, wildly unpopular. He thought it was good for the country. He did it. GST, a general sales tax nationwide. What more dangerous move can a politician make? But he thought it had to be done, and he did it. That kind of political courage is in short oh, supply. He- yeah, so I want to talk about both of those events um, separately. So, yes, it took political courage to launch the free trade agreement. That had been seen as a third rail ever since the 1911 election when Laurier had negotiated an agreement, fought an election on it, and lost. Lost to the conservatives, by the way. And so to launch this was very risky. Uh, he called it a leap of faith. That took courage. But it was also the personal relationship he had with Ronald Reagan that they were able to come to a deal. They, the, there was a clock that was running because of uh, a U.S. policy known as uh, Trade Promotion Authority. And they had to have a decision made by a certain date in October of 1987. It went right down to the wire, like within hours, and it took the personal relationship between Mulroney and Reagan to get that across the finish line. On the GST, he went from a hidden sales tax to a visible sales tax. He knew it was going to be unpopular. It contributed greatly to the destruction of the Progressive Conservative Party and his party getting wiped out in 1993. Uh, Jean Chrétien campaigned on scrapping the GST in 1993, but you may notice <laughs> we still have it. Exactly. Um, right. right. And Chrétien admitted later on that there is no way that the Liberals could have balanced the budget back in the 1990s had it not been for the GST. So it was the right policy and horrible politics he was willing to do it. Um, and I was trying to quantify his impact on the world stage. Nelson Mandela, apartheid, communism. I don't know if we've had that influential of a leader on the world stage since he left either. I mean, that's part of his legacy, too. Oh, absolutely. Um, so foreign policy is, is an area I, I focus on. And uh, I do uh, a trade class where I emphasize the free trade. But go beyond that. And the best example I can give you is when Ronald Reagan died and when George H.W. Bush died, uh, Mulroney gave a eulogy at both funerals. Uh, And it's not like they had 20 people or 30 people. At Bush's funeral, three people spoke. George W. Bush, his son, and another U.S. president. James Baker, who is the best friend of George H.W. Bush and was Secretary of State and Chief of Staff and a political fixer, and the third, Brian Mulroney, Uh, and he spoke at Reagan. That is incredible, Uh, and that shows you the status that he had in the United States, our closest ally. But it went beyond that. He had very good relations with Helmut Kohl in Germany, Francois Mitterrand in, in France, um, and it wasn't just free trade. It was the Battle of Apartheid. Yep. It was the Ethiopian famine relief. It was the Montreal Protocol over the ozone layer and the acid rain treaty. Um, it was the Gulf War, where he played an instrumental role in not only contributing forces, but in building the political coalition and the end of the Cold War. 
So it was a combination of events. Uh, Canada had much more clout internationally, you know, 35 years ago than it does today for a variety of, of reasons. But it was also Mulroney knew it was about people. It was about personal relationships, and he could establish those personal relationships yeah, Dwayne, around I've the been, globe. I've been struck by the number of people, you know, and I'm talking about journalists. I'm talking about people that live in Edmonton. Uh, the mayor of Edmonton tweeting out that he was heavily involved in getting him freed from uh, wrongful imprisonment in India in the 1980s. Like, the number of people on social media saying, you know, he reached out, he sent me a note, he gave me a call. I mean... I, I'm blown well, that away. Is, that is the, the the behavior, the personal behavior of Mulroney. He would spend hours each night making short five, ten-minute phone calls around the country, wishing people a happy birthday, giving them condolences on the death of a family member. The amount of people yesterday saying, I remember at the worst moment in my life getting a phone call for Brian Mulroney. Yeah. And he worked the phones for decades before he was prime minister, and that's how he won the leadership of the Conservative Party, was decades of doing this while he was prime minister. And since he became, uh, since he left prime minister, that human touch goes an awful long way. It sure does. It sure does. Dwayne, great summation. Thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it.